Today is September 14th, 2017, and this is Super the Hardest. And like the other gray meat, we are your hosts, John, Mo, Dave. Yeah, you guys, you guys excited? Woo! I am. The woo, woo says. Yeah. <laughs> woo! The woo girls are here. Yeah, a half-hearted. I'm uh, no, I'm I'm ready to get nuts. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You ready for some Braunschweiger? Yeah. So the reason this came up is uh, Christine uh, came home from the grocery store and she said, "I got you something," and I was like, "Sweet, what is it?" She condoms. Says, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I said condoms. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> exactly. I know. That's how you say it. <laughs> and uh, and she said, uh, she She's said, like, no, no. Uh, it's in silly the, John. It's in the meat drawer. You're like, yeah, condoms. Uh. <laughs> so I went in the fridge and looked in the meat drawer, and I was just tickled and delighted to find a uh, yellow tube of Braunschweiger. And then, so uh, is there a T on the end of that? No, Braunschweiger. Schweiger. Yeah, okay. it, that, but that's confusing because the brand name is Schweigert. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, they do other things other than just Braunschweiger. No, they don't. They don't. That's I don't know, they might. I don't, I don't know. Let's hope they don't, because that would make it even better. Yeah. Schweiger's brown Schweiger. <laughs> they, they put or all, Schweiger's brown Schweiger. They put all their eggs into the brown Schweiger basket. Yeah. Uh, and they're about to fucking fold. Um, so as I was making my brown Schweiger sandwich, it occurred to me, I was like... How, how does one make a brown Schweiger sandwich? Yeah, so here's what I slice up the brown Schweiger into... Semi-thick chunks, because I like my brown schweiger. It's a loaf, right? This is a yeah. loaf, a tube. Yeah, a tube, tube loaf of, meat. of yeah. meat. Yeah, it's like soft meat. Yeah. Like soft it looks <laughs> sausage. You're really selling it this. It looks like uh, summer sausage, but it has the consistency <clears throat> of Velveeta. Yeah, kind of. Uh, probably even softer than yeah. Velveeta. <laughs> Mushier. It, it's uh, the best melting meat you can find. <laughs> so as I was making the sandwich, it, it, I was thinking about it, and I, and I was just like... I've got to be the youngest living person who still <laughs> eats this because uh, it, it strikes me as like an old person meat, you know, like head uh-huh. cheese or something, you know, like something like that. I have a, an aside for that. All right. And uh, uh, and so I asked Christine, I was like, I was like, am I the youngest person who eats brown sugar? And she's like, you're the only person who eats brown sugar. That's not true. My father-in-law does. So there's two of you. Boom. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he gets the Oscar Mayer tube, though. I didn't know Oscar Mayer made brown sugar. Maybe that's, they don't. Maybe it's horseshit. people. I'm sure yeah, it is. Horseshit brown literally. sugar. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Uh, no, I was talking to my grandma about making so head cheese. You're going to tell yeah. me how to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm cooking through my grandma's cookbook, right? Yeah. Oh, is that a recipe? Yeah. One of the oh. recipes is head cheese. You're going to make so, it? Yeah, I'm gonna, I got to. So you, I was no, talking... No, you don't. The recipe instructions are pretty scant. Yeah. So I was uh, talking to her about it. And she was explaining to me and everything. And then she goes like this. She's like, oh, it's making my mouth water just thinking of those sandwiches made out of head cheese. I'm like, oh, Grandma, that's disgusting. <laughs> She's 95. Like, all right, if I make head cheese, I'll bring you some. So I was, I was also thinking about how Braunschweiger, when I used to get it when I was a kid, my mom used to bring home tubes of it. And they were literally like a foot long. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah. And now it was a good like three inches, four inches maybe. No, that's. Maybe three. Yeah. So, uh, and and it occupies a smaller and smaller space in the mm-hmm. grocery store. Um, when I went to get the our, our fresh Braunschweiger tonight, uh, there were maybe like a half dozen 
packages. You yeah. bought them out. Yeah, I just bought one. <laughs> All right, so Dave, this is, your, this, is your, this is your first yes, time. Take a sniff, one. smell it. Well, I want to know how you make a brown Schweiger sandwich. Oh, brown Schweiger's for me, just white bread, a little bit of mayo. That's <laughs> a brown Schweiger. <laughs> well, okay. So, well, I got mayo upstairs. My father-in-law gets. He actually like smears it. We can put mayo yeah. on some tortillas. Let's do it and put this on it. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, do we need a little mayo? We probably should do it. I, I think you should get the, the taste it dry yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Here we go. Mm. It literally mm. is the consistency of a sponge. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. the taste though. Yeah. Uh huh. That texture. I'm hoping to turn a whole new generation on the brown flagger. <laughs> Surprise. That's the flavor of chips I brought tonight. That'd be amazing. <laughs> brown Schweiger flavored <laughs> chips. Oh, that's that that's pretty gross. So there Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mo? It's not I mean it's not terrible. No, I it's, like it. It's spiced like a summer sausage. Uh-huh. Yeah, but have you but, had it before, Mo? I'm almost certain I have. But I uh-huh. want to say creamy. Yeah, I can see. Creamy. Oh man, well, yeah, I can the, picture it's the finest a, melting meat. We've been over this. Yeah, I could picture this on a white bread with mayo. It's the lowest melting temp. I think the melting temp is around seventy-four <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> a little melt on the way home with the windows down. Mm-hmm. When you go into the when you when you buy your Braunschweiger, here's a little tip: uh, open it up and you just take a couple <laughs> slices off. And if, I mean, if you if you resist the urge to eat the whole chunk in one one sitting, put it in a Ziploc baggie. And leave it in the fridge, but for no more than like three days. Oh, it gets a little funky. It starts turning a little brown, and you'll know. You'll know. It, <laughs> You're it, killing it, my dog with this, by the way. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's kind of losing his mind. All right. Uh, I don't know what to do about it. I don't. I don't have a Ziploc baggie. Um, you guys, want another hunk? Uh, no, I haven't finished mine. Oh, I'm gonna have. Another I'll take. Hunk. I'll take another one. Oh, here you go. There you preparation. Go. That's a nice that's preparation there for you. But I might need a little mayo on it this time. Yeah, we can take a break and go get you some mayo. Got some nice olive oil mayo upstairs. Ooh, Ooh yeah. I've never heard yeah. of such a thing. Yeah. I think a little mustard on this would be mm. right right fine. Mm. Right fine. Mayo and white bread. I had it at lunch the other day. I was sitting with a couple of guys I work with, and they were just like, what the fuck are you eating? Yeah. <laughs> you know what this would go great with? Mm. A flannel shirt. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, I bought two flannel shirts today. Ooh, nice. I, I saw those. I'm uh, not going to wear them now. What? I haven't washed them yet. Oh. It's the first flannel shirts I've purchased since I was an undergraduate uh, at 1125 Free You're going to embrace the flannel this winter, man. You better believe it because they are wonderful. so soft. Yeah. And I looked at That's them. That's all I, I wear in the winter. Like, man, I, it has been so long. I, I love these shirts. Yep. Is it true fa- flannel or just has the look of flannel? No, they are true flannel. Oh, what, okay. what inspired your flannel? I have hiatus. very little true flannel. Uh, they I literally wore those shirts until they fell off of me. Yeah. But what 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 caused you to stop? They fell off of me. <laughs> and, and then, then I you never you just them. never bought anymore? Mm. No. I want to feel these things. I want some mail on this brown sugar and I want to feel your the other. I think so one of them is clearly more expensive. And uh that one is amazing. The other one I think with the uh after a couple runs through the laundry is going to soften up like a, you know like an old t-shirt. That kind of oh, yeah. it's gonna be. You nice. know what I thought to my I I had this conversation. I think with you Jessica. thought to yourself you're like you know with Jessica like man, Mo's an awful great guy. Yeah, we think about you I think, often. I know she does in the weirdest times too. <laughs> well, yeah. What other time would you? Mostly just when I'm in meetings at work. Yeah, like I am mad keen on Mo. Like, man, I wonder what Mo's doing. <laughs> mad keen. <laughs> I read that in a book today. Anyway, a mad keen on Mo that was in a book. No, just the I phrase mad that. keen. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Anyway, I I. Was talking to Jessica. I could probably buy ten flannel shirts, nice flannel shirts, mm-hmm. 
that'll keep forever. And that would just be my wardrobe. Yep. Like a I mean, I, I work doesn't really, I can't really wear flannel to work. But no, uh, well, not many people. Lumberjacks can. Yeah, lumberjacks. They can get away well, with I that. Well, I can. I'm full full casual now. I know. I think about that. I yeah. think well, about I mean, that I, while I'm thinking about Mo. I, I could, like, too, man, but why? I'm thinking about Mo, and John's full casual right now. Except next Tuesday, we've been reminded at least 17 times that we cannot, we have to dress up on Tuesday. You got some people walking through or something? Tuesday's uh, the investor's day. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the amount of hoops we're having to jump through because a handful of rich people are walking through the freaking right. corporate headquarters. Yeah, you just got to wave to them. Hey. Everybody line up. Good good evening. Good afternoon. <laughs> uh, I had to cut up this hunk because it was a little fat. It was, it was a big old fatty. Too much for you. Yeah. Um, so right. how, what are we drinking, Dave, and how well does it pair with this Braunschweiger? It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> this is... Do uh, you want that mayo or mustard? Yeah. All right, so we just we just took a moment and ate a bunch of Half brown schweiger. I, I call those memeants. <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> brown schweiger with uh, with mayo and horseradish <laughs> mustard. Had a small heart attack and had another slap. <laughs> I gotta say, so as much good. as I love brown schweiger and have all my life, I've never just sat and eat you know like an entire <laughs> an entire tube of it like that. You get the meat sweats. <laughs> I usually, you know, what I do is I make Ooh, that's myself good with the mustard. Whoa, yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, told you the horseradish mustard. Yes. Um, I usually uh, just make a sandwich, but then cut off an They're extra hunk on the roughly side. You the know, same consistency. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a side of you have a Braunschweiger the, sandwich with a side of Braunschweiger. The yep, melting exactly. point for the mustard is a little higher, though. Not real. Uh, a little higher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, uh, Zach, it's that way it has a little bit of tooth to it. <laughs> Zach asked me if I was eating a Brown Schneider sandwich. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. I am Grandma Jean. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, what are we drinking? All right. What are we pairing with this Braunschweiger? It's called the Bourbon Special. Ooh. And it is a tiki drink. Oh, oh, that's well. That's why. You, so that that well, that's why it has the falernum. Well, and that's also why one hundred and one made sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Mm. I didn't realize it was tiki drink. It doesn't call for one hundred and one, but uh, so this is pretty simple drink: half an ounce of lime juice, and then it says a quarter ounce simple syrup and a quarter ounce falernum. But I just did a half ounce of falernum because I forgot my simple syrup. Uh. Which I think it turned out nice. It turned out it's great. really the good. The Falernum I have, I was really excited to get it. It's from BG Reynolds, which they... I don't use, know him. They specialize. It's a company that specializes in tiki syrups that are hard to get now. So like passion fruit syrup, I have really Oh, I think you've talked that. about that yeah. before, right? Yeah, I think I have yeah. before, too. There was another one that I... Small Hand Foods, I think. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, that one. Certix, sure. in, Certix in Minneapolis has these now, and they mm. did not have them before. So... When I saw it, I was super excited. And then ginger beer. And then I had an ounce and a half of... Oh, it was three-fourths of an ounce of ginger beer. And then an ounce and a half of Mohad Wild Turkey 101 bourbon. Sweet. So use that. Let's talk about ginger beer. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I do. What is it? It's probably Q. Q? Uh, does it yeah. come in bottles or cans? Cans. I don't think I've ever had Q. Is it Q, like the letter Q or yeah, C-U-E? Yeah, the letter Q. What kind does okay. Christine always get? I forget. She gets the same kind. Krabby's, Krabby's right? yeah. And that has what, alcohol. Yeah, Krabby's it. actually yeah. is alcoholic, yeah. right? Yeah. Q is like a, it's a really dry. Okay. I'm going to look it up because I want to make sure the name, I have the I've been using right. Reeds for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty I like, good. Yeah, I like Reeds, but I can't figure out what I'm getting because sometimes it's the original, sometimes it's premium, sometimes there's extra ginger. I don't, I don't know the difference. 
I haven't put them side by side. Uh, yesterday, I got Cock and Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah, good. That is really good. Go. Yeah, we've, I think we might. Oh, I've never seen that, that anywhere. I I was I stopped at Byerly's on the way here. They didn't have it, so I went with Fennigan's, which is also really good. They're like, I like them to pair with cocktails because it's a drier ginger beer. Yeah. Um, but Reed's, Reed's is really good. I like Reed's with the Dark and Stormy. It's sweeter. Yeah, that's how we were making, yeah, we're making Dark and Stormies out of them. Which, I mean, that's that's probably one of my all-time favorite drinks. That and the, uh, making it with the, uh, that rum that Riker brought. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. that's oh. a, that's a good pairing. It's, yeah, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, you're drinking and eating Braunschweiger with, uh, Super the Hardest. <laughs> you can find us at uh, mojomenace.com where we have forums. Oh, Dave, you even posted this week. It warmed my heart. I'm trying to. Uh, what, what, let's see what's going on. Oh, there's a fantasy football league. I was in oh, the lead for a moment. Did you, join up? Did you join up? Uh, I, I signed up. I haven't done anything. I was hoping that I could I could win the whole season just by not doing anything. Uh, tropism started it on the, on the forums. And I he, saw that. I mean, it worked. He, it worked for Trump. Why shouldn't it work for you? <laughs> and he needed a uh, he needed a, an extra team. So I was like, all right, I'll log in and whatever. And then I went to the site, and I was like, well, maybe I'll do something. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, I don't. I, I remember I Is joined it through ESPN, Yahoo, I think. <clears throat> and uh, I remember I was in a league a long time ago for work. Like they suckered me into it, and they paid. I'm in, I'm in a work league. They paid my entry fee and everything just because they needed an extra. There you go. And uh, and that was really easy because I was like, okay, add these to the team, put these on the bench, you know, the whole thing. This one I can't figure out, so I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it, whatever. So that's 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 going on in the forums. Ooh boy. <laughs> uh, people talking about the NES Classic. Oh, people talking about a whole bunch of stuff, Dave whole bunch of stuff uh com slash forums we both pre-ordered the snes classic we did we did you happen to pre-order two i did <laughs> once for a friend yeah. it was gonna be for you i know yeah, i know you got in on it i just like i i literally hit the buy button got my confirmation on the screen and then a text from you was like who loves you <laughs> like oh man <laughs> that's all right i had another guy who wanted one it too, sounds so. like they're gonna be well we'll talk about it okay all right uh, but anyway, you can also find us on Twitter where Mo tweets his fucking brains out. He's got, oh I understand, God. like 2.6 million tweets something, on something his own. Like that. Me, uh, it's what? at Super the Hardest. Yeah, Mo. You he's, did tweet. He's tweeting been like tweeting. a wild man. I tweeted something. I don't remember what. Yeah. Oh, I tweeted. asked Andrich if he heard, he'd heard Wipe It Up. <laughs> they, were, they were looking for music for their podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the song you Came recorded with was my kids. Yeah. 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 No, I. No. They recorded with you. I was the engineer. <laughs> um, and uh, let's just call that good. Uh, if you want, you can uh, give us a call at 612-424-3835. We don't have any drunk dials today. Uh, call us, please. Uh, mailbag at mojomenace.com, however, is where you can send us an email, and we do have plenty of those. I'm going to stick it in your slot. I'm going to stick it in your hole. I'm going to stick it in your box. Because it's the mailbag. All right. We got a couple here. Okay. Uh, first up, this one's from Sean Andrich. Oh. What? I understand, according to his signature. He's our boyfriend. According to his signature, he's the co founder of Gamers with Jobs. Right. You think he'd want wipe it up on their show? I know. 
his uh, response was, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> we played it on the podcast. I know, man. Uh, well, I don't listen to the podcast. Why would he? Well, he gets into that a little bit here. So he says, hey, boys. I like it already. I feel I accurate. Everybody in Canada talks like that. I feel I accurately. Tex uh, does that, and so does he. And that's pretty much everybody in Canada. As I'd fallen behind on my podcast listening and was delighted to see you guys only release podcasts on the full moon or some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or some shit. <clears throat> so I didn't have too many to get caught up on. In one of the shows, John was complaining about what a slog book three of the Dark Tower was. And rightly so. He wrote that, Dave. Not me. No, um, I, 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 I agree. And, and that's why I recommended him to you, because there's such a slog. <laughs> And a bit later, talked about how he couldn't wait for Twin Peaks Season 3 to start. Curious how the show lines up with his expectations so far. I can't help but compare John's complaints about Book 3 with what a weird, meandering slog Twin Peaks has been so far. I can't stop stop watching, though. It has a weird pull, and I can't look away. See you guys soon, I hope. I hear mid-August is a great time for Paella. He sent this in June. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus he said it in june june well, 30th well we've recorded since then yeah You're well we had other him. we had other emails oh. to get through he, he needs to get in line bitch <laughs> uh twin peaks. nobody moves to the top <laughs> so twin peaks just ended actually a week or two ago and as far as how it lined up with my expectations i mean holy shit uh, i don't think anybody expected what we got with uh Twin Peaks The Return. Um, it is unlike anything I've ever seen on television or anywhere else. It was a... It was a fucking... It was a mind fuck. But I found... Like Andrich, I found myself uh, just... like It had a weird pull to it, like he said. I had to keep coming back to it. And when it was over, I was like, you know what? That wasn't what I expected or what I thought I wanted. But that was pretty damn intense and awesome. Wow. I don't I I can't tell you really a whole lot about no, what I happened. I want to watch it. I I never finished the second season of the No, first I mean one. I can't tell you what happened. <laughs> That's I'm, <laughs> okay. lit, I'm being literal. Right. Uh there's a lot of shit where I, you know, I've put it together and I've been like, okay, that plus that equals that. But there's just a lot of like random things that happen where I'm like, okay. Uh I don't know what that was about or where that was leading, but I guess that was pretty cool. There were a few episodes that were some of the most impressive, like, I don't know, film footage. I don't know anything I've ever seen. It was just really cool. Again, not at all what I expected, I guess. But after reading uh, that um, the Twin Peaks book that I was talking about, like, I don't know, six yeah, months ago. The... Uh, Twin Peaks something or other. I don't know. Uh it came, Mark Frost, the co-creator of Twin Peaks, put it out. Um, after reading that, I kind of... That helped a lot with season three. Like, that helped me, like, figure out a lot of what was going on. Not all of it, of course, but... Yeah, it was it, it was uh, it was definitely a mind fuck. I would think some acid would also help. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I know there had to have been people who were just like, fuck this, I'm out. Christine was one of them. She got, oh, through, really? she got through the second episode, and she's like, well, yep. I, I mean, because in, in, in my defense, oh, in our defense, in humanity's defense, she, she, her opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Because she still watches Once Upon a Time. Uh, I think that's true. I think that's true. So there's nothing to say there. Um, but is 
She so. loves Twin Peaks. Uh, she just stopped watching after, uh, I think, episode eight of season two, which is where you find out who that's, killed Laura Palmer. That's pretty much where I stopped, too. Yeah. I watched a few episodes after that, but yeah. I lost yeah. interest. Uh, it, it is... It it is crazy, and you have to have patience to watch it, and you have to like just let let go of your expectations. And all right, and uh, I'll get caught up. Yeah, I mean there are some really good, nice rosy nostalgic moments in there where where they do feed into like your happy memories of the original Twin Peaks. You know, there but those moments are very few and far between. So, like very few and far between. <laughs> are they going to make more? I don't know. I don't think they need to. I mean, I'd totally watch it if they did. And it sounds like the ratings weren't hot. Like, oh. it got a lot of word of mouth, and people are yeah. talking about it, and people who did watch it. I mean, critically, it did really well. But it sounds like it pulled in, like, about a million viewers every week or so, which, oh. isn't, which isn't great, apparently. And it seems like it was a hell of an investment. I feel like Showtime is in the place... Yeah, it was a weird choice, but they did fine. I mean, he did everything, everything he could ever want to do. They gave. I mean, remember when they were they were creating it and he quit for a bit. David Lynch did. Oh, he did. Yeah, like he was like, "I'm out. Fuck Bo- you." Before they revealed the killer. No, 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 no. When when they were creating the sh- the Showtime version. Oh yes, season. yes, yes. I do. So like that. halfway through production, he was like, "Yeah, I was like, he was like fuck it, I'm out." And it was and money, I, right? I, I don't know if it was money. I think I thought it was like they were wanting to not let him do it the way he wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh. Like and, creative issues. And I would say based on the 18 episodes I watched. He got his way. He got his way. Oh, there was 18 episodes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought they were going to do like six. No, no. It was, it was a long run, man. Can we talk about how Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming it's back? It's coming back. I'm so excited. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to. I just canceled my HBO subscription and I'm going to re-up it when Curb is done and I'm just going to yeah, watch it all idea. in like a week. I watched the trailer and I was laughing. Laughing. Love that show. All right. What, uh, I don't suppose either you dinks watched, uh, the Orville. I did. I did not see it. What'd you think? Um, it had the highest rated drama season premiere since I was like tied with this is us, which were and the, the from mi- the makers of the, parent, the parenthood. Yeah, really? So, which anything that guy touches is gold. I, I, I'm gonna say as far I'm, as I'm gonna viewers. start out by saying it wasn't bad at all. Like I'm gonna watch it again. It's still on a DVR. I'm planning on watching it this Sunday. But it wasn't funny. Funny? Like yeah. Like it I was, assumed it was a comedy. It's getting labeled as a drama. Yeah. Well, it had that too. I mean, it was light. It was. It's a light drama. It's a very light. A drama. dramedy. It's a very light. But even the comedy were like. When you think Seth MacFarlane, there's a certain brand that you think Absolutely. of, right? There's a certain humor that you think of. This, I'm not, not gonna, that. I'm not gonna say it was family friendly because I mean I did watch it with the kids and it was fine. There were a few jokes. Oh, your kids don't count. Well, there were a few yeah. jokes where I was like, yeah, "Could you watch it with my kids?" Probably not. Uh. <laughs> oh, I could, I could watch it with your kids. That wouldn't bother. I'm sure you could. That wouldn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, I'm sure you could. But I mean, like, oh, these are Dave's kids. I don't care. Like the jokes, all, the jokes. <laughs> he doesn't care about my kids either. We covered that last episode. <laughs> he seemed to be pulling a lot of punches. I guess. Oh, like the jokes didn't necessarily land. Like they, oh. they, they got to oh. a certain point and they stopped. Yeah, that's a bummer. Like there was this one joke where the, they were introducing the crew. Like he was, he's the captain, right? So yeah. uh, Seth MacFarlane, he's like the Captain Kirk of the whole thing, right? And he's being introduced to his crew, and so they're going down the line and they're introducing everybody. 
And the one guy, he's like, hey, last captain let us have soda. Can I have soda? And Seth MacFarlane says, yeah, just keep it underneath the panel so it doesn't spill. And I'm like, and that's it. That's it. And I was like, that's the fucking joke? And then they just moved on. And then they get to the racist robot. And I'm ex- I'm like, here we go, racist yeah. robot. The racist robot just basically said, yeah, humans are inferior. And I'm like, and those no. Asians? Yeah, like no. Jews? <laughs> like something? No, nothing. Huh. Yeah. I was like, okay. Was it wearing a big blonde wig? Yeah. I mean, it was fine. You know, it, I, I'll watch it again. Um I don't really like Seth MacFarlane, but... Oh, I love him. Sorry. No, you don't have to apologize. You're obviously wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The rest of America loves him. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's hit or miss. I mean, he mostly hits, I think. I think. Yeah, well, that's that's it. Mostly hits. It's, yeah. it's, I kind of feel the same way about him like I do with South Park. Yeah. Like, they swing for the fences every time. Yeah. And sometimes well, they, the thing is they I, really miss. That's a good analogy because I feel like this, he was, with the humor at least, he's not necessarily swinging for the fences. He's just... Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's just trying to get on base. Yeah, exactly. It's I like, mean, here's, you guys here's a watch like a million he ways wants, to He wants die. to hit a stand-up double. Yeah. In the West. Did yeah. you like that? I didn't like it. Uh, well, well no, wait, I would say on. this. I've never I, saw, I never I saw didn't, it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, it was, it was fun. But yep. even in that, like, you could tell he went for some jokes. Like, he went for the yeah. fucking punchline. With this, he's like, well, here's something to make you grin. You did, know? Did we talk about how it's popular Adam yeah. Sandler is on Netflix and how that's insane? <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay. Right. I, yeah. So blows Can my I, freaking mind. I don't understand Adam Sandler, I think, mm-hmm. at all. He's got a formula and he makes studios money and makes himself Right. Money. Oh, he absolutely yeah. has a formula. I just, I don't get the humor. Yeah, me either. Um, okay, which yeah, I um, find which I find ironic because I love Big Bang Theory, and we've been down that road. <laughs> we haven't been down that road. You do? Oh, absolutely! I, like you, like you're watching the newest no, season. No, I never, it? I never watch the newest anything. I just catch it when it hits syndication eventually, and then it takes like eight times through the cycle before I finally seen the episodes in that season. Yeah, I had, but I love that show. But with Adam Sandler, he his stuff. But got Sandler's to a point. just like. It's like this this whiny bitch thing. Like that yeah. this is yeah. just this is somebody trying so it, that reminds me of yeah. Jeb Bush. You think he's <laughs> please you, clap. But that's yeah. but you, know, you think uh, he's trying hard? Are you shitting I don't me? Know. Well when I he, don't think he's trying at all. I think it was little Nikki. When he got to little Nikki, that's when I was like, Okay, I'm done. Well yeah. And that was so what, like by, n- by not trying 2000? at all, I I equate those two as exactly the same. Yeah. He's trying so fucking hard he's not trying at all. Which is the <laughs> I just think you guys remember this, right? He the, I, the hiney. <laughs> I think he just gets his buddies in his room and he's like, "All right, let's put yeah, some let's, crappy let's, plot. Let's knock on another there. one out. Let's go. <laughs> let's go film it. Where do you guys yeah. want a vacation? Okay, it takes exactly. place in Maui. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's he's pulling the Beatles. He's like, where can we do the next scene? <laughs> Jamaica. Yeah. Any, anyway, I'm sorry. All that right. was a tangent. That's all right. We got another email. This one's from Tex. It says. Hola, Dave's. Oh, it's, it's just it's a, all Canada has written in. Yeah, hola, Dave's uh, fertile genitalia radio. Oh yeah. Uh, I hope this Bam, letter. You're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I do hope this letter finds you in good spirits. I recently tried watching Charlie Brown Christmas, but it's not the same in June. Hey, another letter from June. Uh, <laughs> anywho, I have a question for you. Can there be such a thing as the perfect rock song? Yes, there can be. Oh. 
Uh, Is it I, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy no, Joel? No. I do love that song. He says, I have two in my he head hates it. that I always go back and forth on. He says, uh, The Rolling Stones, Sympathy for the Devil. Clearly the satanic undertones make this a contender for me. Keith's, <laughs> Keith's guitar work. Mix Swagger. Whoever the drummer is, John Lidke. It's Charlie Watts. God damn oh, it. That's awesome. Whoever the drummer is. <laughs> uh, he's cool, too. The song just damn well rocks. Now, when he first, when I first read this email, the first song that came to my head was Texas' second choice, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the yeah, perfect rock and roll good, song. That's a good rock song. Uh, he says this. That's from the most rock and roll album of all time. It is. He says this fucking song. <laughs> I can't imagine being a teenager in 1987 and hearing this coming out of my speakers. Well, Tex, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Were you a teenager uh, in 1987? Oh, oh shit. yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was some it was okay. shit, Tex. It was some shit. <laughs> <laughs> he says the intro. Oh, <laughs> I had to go to my friend's house to listen to this because <laughs> it wasn't allowed in my house. Oh, yeah, for sure not. Your dad was listening to it in his no, truck. My dad he? didn't know what it was. My mom. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure your dad didn't know what Welcome to the Jungle was. Come on. I. No, Larry I, knows. I don't think he does know. <laughs> Larry he's knows. Just, he's just playing it like he doesn't know. Says the intro pumps me up even now at 36. I saw Guns N' Roses not that long ago, just over a month ago, and that song still fucking rules. Uh, none of these guys are the best per se at their chosen instruments. Boy, that is the truth. Well, Slash, Slash, motherfucker, <laughs> Slash is a mother. That, yeah. So when I saw Guns N' Roses uh, in July, uh, it was it should have just been called. Uh, an evening with Slash and, and Guns some, N' Roses. And, oh, and some little bitches. <laughs> yeah, because it was all centered around him. Well, and that's how it should have been from the beginning. Yeah. But nonetheless, they still made an, an amazing rock and roll album. Yeah, he says, but combined, they make this force of an album. They're not thrash or grunge. They're more like power slop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a great, that is a great genre. Yeah, mandatory Airheads reference. Mo, if you say some kind of Herb Alpert New Age Jazz Fusion bullshit, what the hell is wrong with you? I will strip fifth gear on your bike. I'm bald. I have nothing to lose. Your friend Tex. Ooh, Tex getting saucy. Fifth gear. I, like it. I got twenty-seven or thirty something of those things. Uh, oh, see, Mo. Mo agreed I, with Welcome to the I, Jungle. A guy at work was talking to me about how he's. U2 just came through town, and he saw U2. Yeah, Craig went and saw him, too. And he was like, the edge, man. He hasn't, lo- like, he's got it. He's got it dialed in. He's, he's, he's got an effects pedal is what the edge said. <laughs> so I, I have no idea because I just don't yeah. know about playing music. So yeah. is the edge where it's yeah, at? He's, yeah, is he's he good. Oh, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's not shitty. No, he's He not just said he was, like, crazy laid back for he, what he's doing. Yeah, he's got that signature sound where a lot of it is um, his effects pedal pedals basically that, you know? it's that echo but that, that is good i mean out. if you're a guitar player yeah th- that is your sound yeah, you yeah exactly like but that, that is his sound like, right he created that when you hear right. that oh, sound see, right you know who it is right like okay. there's nobody else who sounds like that except for people who are imitating it. yeah 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 all right so anyway best rock song i mean on 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 appetite for destruction alone there are at least a half dozen perfect oh, rock the, songs. uh it's so cherry easy. pie <laughs> fuck yeah you. Yeah, <laughs> no. right? Friend, oh, he loves that one. A friend told me that if you're ever gun-shy at a urinal next to someone else, yeah. you quietly sing that song to yourself. What? Cherry pie? And you just pee right away. <laughs> Works every time. Uh, it's So Easy on Appetite for Destruction. Uh, that That is a perfect rock and roll song. 
Uh, I need to listen to this album. I'm not familiar. Are with you it. kidding? Are, me? What? No. Sorry. David. David. You think I was allowed to <laughs> listen to Guns N' Roses in my house? Come what? On. I but you're a grown either. ass man. Yeah. Yeah, but, other, yeah, but I'm, <laughs> you got some catching up to do. I was too you busy go to, to metal, Christian Scott. You go to metal concerts. I've been to like one, <laughs> maybe two, and they were both very disappointing. Uh, well, no, no. One, you went to see Billy's door. I did. Yeah, it yeah. was that was not disappointing. It, w- it was okay. Whether or not you liked the music, that was not a disappointing <laughs> show. Well, but it was. It wasn't what I was promised. Even Craig was like, "Yeah, it's just what." Yeah, Valium yeah. was a little tame. Yeah, there, were, there weren't yeah. a lot of people there that night. Yeah, it, that was a little rough. Yeah. Uh, the other one was the sword. The sword. Was not good. That, that was night. pretty shitty. Yeah. I've seen the sword. At, that was wait. They played occasion? that night. The sword. That yeah. No, different no, no, night. No, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was emo metal. Okay. Yeah, everyone was. Everyone was so sad about. How their socks fit that night. Um, I mean, ACDC has to have. Like, I was going to say ACDC perfect gotta, rocks. Oh, I mean, but yeah. that's back in black. I, I mean, that's highway to hell. Highway but to they're hell. They're such a shitty perfect. band. Yeah, but nevertheless, okay. they can make a perfect rock and roll yeah, song. Yeah, they play those songs on the radio or wherever. Uh, I mean, the, well, let's the, not confuse playing the radio with anything that matters. The Rolling Stones <laughs> probably have thirty perfect rock and roll songs, which we played a couple of at Scotty's wedding. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Elvis. Yeah, Elvis. I mean, Elvis. I was thinking I mean, about Elvis today. Yeah, I was thinking he wasn't the king of rock and roll. Fuck that. Chuck Berry was the king. Of well, rock and yeah. Roll. Were you I mean, thinking? Were you thinking about Elvis? And you were like, I wonder if he was eating brown schrager when he died. <laughs> That's <laughs> what set t- him over on the toilet. <laughs> it wasn't a fucking ham sandwich <laughs> and pills. It was brown schrager. Brown schrager. <laughs> they just they just sent him to class it up. <laughs> Oh, Chuck Berry, no question. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway. But, you know, Chuck Berry is he's the wrong color. Well, and he likes shitting on chicks. What Elvis <laughs> probably did, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just. No, Elvis wanted to stop the Russians from getting into the mob. Or oh, did into, you see that? Did you watch teens. Elvis and Nixon? No. I've read articles about it. I watched that. It's crazy. It's fucking weird. It's crazy that he came to the White House with a gun well, who, as a gift to Nixon, and yeah. they led him all the way to Nixon. Of course they did. So he could give him the gun. Well, he's Elvis. I know, but still. And Nixon was like, <laughs> here's a badge. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. So that's our mailbag. If you want to send us a letter and tell us what your perfect rock and roll songs are, mailbag at Mojo Menace. Oh, I think it's they pave paradise and put in a parking lot. Is that semisonic? Dot com. Well, Counting oh. Crows... No. Covered that song. Did they really? That yeah. Was, that was them? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Who was it? The original? Yeah. The original? It's, like, it's, it's a, a woman singer. It's a woman from the like the 70s? or. Oh. Um, paved Paradise. Was it Blondie? No, I don't think so. And put, put up, up a parking, parking lot. lot. You're going to get Adam Dirtz with his fake dreads. Yeah. A friend of mine yeah, told me. That's the first got, thing that pulled up. Uh, a friend of mine told me he has fake dreads. Blew my mind. Oh, Runaway. I should, I that's just, semi-sonic, right? Semisonic is uh The song's called Big Yellow Taxi, time. by the way. Oh, closing time. Yep. No, what's the runaway? Who's Joni that? Mitchell did it. Fastball? Jesus Christ, Joni Mitchell did it. Some woman from the seventies. Some woman. <laughs> Joni Mitchell. She's only you guys. It was only Joni Mitchell. <laughs> that makes sense yeah. because DDT is always a crossword puzzle clue. There was a girl in my class named Joni. And that that substance was banned in like the seventies. DDT so yeah, was killing all the Eagles. So That's she was America. writing that song in the 70s. They DDT. paved paradise to put up the parking lot of about yeah. DDT? Just give me my apples and, I don't know, my birds and babies or something like that. Well, something that's like, like that. give me my apples and to have sex with me? 
something. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense. Hey. That was the 70s. You can talk crazy, to Joni. Crazy times. Talk casual chat? What? It's very short, but yeah. guys to watch a trailer oh no oh is it your trailer did you get a trailer dave no i didn't you're gonna you guys moving out of your house and into a trailer no it's an eight-part documentary series on netflix called american vandal okay i think it's gonna be important to our lives what's it about about? why can't you tell me what it's about and then we'll watch it that would ruin it that makes terrible radio all right all right i'll pull it up here it's about a teen that gets in some trouble and needs to be proved that he's innocent. Well, it's Netflix. The way I thought things were going to go. I was going to graduate high school, get my degree in my engineering. I know I didn't do it. It is a shocking scene for Hanover High teachers today. The vandal spray painted obscene images on 27 huh. cars. Oh, those are all cock and balls. <laughs> you understand what's so amusing about penises. <laughs> Everyone thinks I did it. Everyone. Dylan definitely did it. Of course he did it. He's like a known dick drawer. You know the day another dick. <laughs> it's overwhelming. I spoke to expel Dylan Maxwell for vandalizing the vehicles. My name is Peter Maldonado. I believe there are legitimate arguments for Dylan's innocence. This is a joke, right? <laughs> the ball hairs, man. <laughs> it's just one piece of the puzzle. This is going to take way more than just ball hairs. <laughs> deleted the security footage. There's no way. Is the stupid. <laughs> <laughs> trying to convince you some sort of conspiracy. Now I hope it's real. That said, truth lies dicks. This is a documentary about a kid that's getting expelled for spray painting dicks on cars. Whatever. They got the wrong guy. I mean, there's still someone out there. <laughs> Who drew the dicks? <laughs> Who drew the dicks? Wow, look at that. I just foretold yeah. it. Yeah, you just hashtag, hashtag Who drew, Who the, drew dicks. the dicks? No, it's not. It's a mockumentary. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that was funny. I wish it were real. I know, me too. Apparently, well, it's it, getting it, really good ratings. Is it not coming? No, it really is. Ah. Oh. Look at Mo. Who drew the dicks, guys? Who drew the dicks? I like it. Comes out tomorrow. It really is eight parts, though? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so since that's what you got, I, I've, I mean, I've got something. All right, that's fine. I've got a casual chat, if you All will. Right. I was thinking tonight, and I'm going to tell you a story. Is there any background music for this? Oh, oh I have uh, chips though. Should we? Should we? Yeah, let's let's use some chips while we're while we're casually chatting. Um, I feel like a British march would be nice. There it is. All right, so it's maybe a little faint. It could be a little louder. Oh, it's fine. No, I don't think it's fine. I can barely hear it. Just I can hear it. I barely. 
There we go. There we go. All right. All right. So what? What do you have against Woodwinds? What's on the chip agenda? These babies are straight from Canada. Uh huh. I had a friend that went to Canada. Oh, it's Canadian now. I have friends that have been to Canadian Canada night. too. He brought me back chips. Oh, right. about I asked that. him, find me some funky chips. So he, send them my way. Somehow he got across the border. So I have two bags tonight. We'll bring out the first one. Uh huh. Ted Hortons. I don't know if these are duo flavor. What's his name? Canadian Tim. style yeah. or what? But or if these are regular. So I need a Canadian to write in and tell me if these are regular trips chips you can get whenever well, you want. Both Canadians wrote in tonight, yeah. so we can ask them. Yes. Probably sometime around January. The first flavor is Sizzling Szechuan. Ooh, that doesn't... I'm not excited about that. Well, I feel like we've had a Szechuan lately. It does feel it? like that. The second one is not going to be spicy. Yeah, I, feel like I don't care if it's spicy or not. I think we've had a Szechuan. I'm just saying. Though. Yeah, we have Szechuan had a Szechuan. Szechuan and Canada don't really go hand in hand at all. Are you kidding? I don't, I don't think that's true. Tony no. Blair was all about the Szechuan. That's more like beans and flatbread, not mm. beans and cornbread. Is Tony Blair part of know. Canada? Was he the prime minister? Are you shitting me? I don't know. I think, yeah, right? Awful lot no. of Asian immigrants no. in Canada. Tony Blair's from England. No, that's right. Yeah, I'm getting confused. Justin Trudeau, motherfucker. Yeah, no, 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 but who was before him? Who cares? Stephen wow. Harper. Yep, that's right. Of course it's right. Oh, this is huh. delicious. These are better than the last Szechuan ones we had. Oh, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, Why I like did them. I think Tony Blair? I'm sorry, Canadians. Andrews is not going to be my friend anymore now. Impossible. You guys are so freaking... We're soulmates. We're so freaking in love with each other. <laughs> he is pretty great. Yeah, we know, Dave. We know what you think. Yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I they're like not these. bad. I like them. They're not too spicy. Nope. You know, like... Nice and sweet. Those other chips that burn my mouth off. Yep. All right, so here's my casual chat. I don't really know where I'm going with it, but I, I was in Cub today buying the Braunschweiger just before I got here. And uh, I noticed that I uh, that I spit uh, it out. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. You're a racist. No, here it is. It has to do with race, though. I know you're a racist. I have been consciously or subconsciously, I don't know, going out of my way. To smile at and make myself appear friendly to people of other races. Okay. And I think it, ha- I mean, it's got to have to do with what's going on, right? I'm sure. I don't know. Like, I feel like the big, dumb, white, grinning idiot <laughs> who's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah. I'm vote for Obama a third time. I'm a safe space, you know? And then, so as, as I was thinking about this, I was like, oh, that's fucking weird that I'm, you know, that I just smiled at another fucking brown person, like you know, like like, but smiled like, hi, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I'm okay. And then and then, but as I was walking past the cash registers, there was a black guy walking in, uh huh, who went out of his way, and I'm not even making this up. This is pure coincidence. He went out of his way. It appeared to me that he went out of his way to give me a big grin, like uh-huh. like like this. Yeah, you know, and I'm like. Holy shit, it's not just me. To be no. like, hey, I'm one of the safe ones? Well, <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Why? Well, uh, why not, right? I mean, yeah. why not just be a fr- be friendly, not be an asshole? Yeah. And, yeah. and if nothing else, it's like, hey, I'm not going to try to shoot you. I mean, most of these other motherfuckers are going to try to shoot you. Like, you all know that, and they, mm-hmm. they do know that. But uh, 
I'm I, I'm 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 okay. Like, I'm like waving at kids. I'm fucking smiling yeah. at ladies. You know. No, yeah. I think I think that's no, I mean, actually like that waving should be, people through intersections. You should, you should and get like a, a badge, maybe a little uh, a ribbon. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I said, am I, the, am I the big dumb grinning white guy? You know. No. Dirt. So <laughs> I'm a friendly one. Well, that kind of is an important thing to know right now. Yeah. No. I. I don't know. I well, think after, of that after, no, after no, the I, black guy smiled at yeah, me. Yeah, I was see, like, "Oh, I, I gotta talk." No, to I think these guys I think of that as like a big "fuck you" to the rest of them. Yeah, which is no, I'm gonna make a point of being nice to the people that you all hate. Yeah, because fuck you, I don't hate them. Yeah, and yeah. hey, it's cool that you're here. Enjoy shopping at the Cub Foods, the I brunch, love, the Braunschweiger. There's like six of them left. So <laughs> yeah, you yeah. hurry on down Save there. You a couple of Braunschweigers. Schweigert's Braunschweiger. But it made me, I guess it made me, on one hand, optimistic, I guess, where I'm like, are people realizing, and maybe, you know, even if it's not just me, are people realizing we've hit rock bottom, let's... Uh, oh, I don't think we're there yet. Let's all smile. But, okay. And, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, no. I think no, we are a, definitely not at the bottom. I think it's important to be friendly to people. Yes. That, it's important I mean, to not to not be threatening to your neighbors. Yeah. To the people in your community. And it also made me think about, there's a, Chris Rock did a bit recently where he's like, fucking, you white people, man. You're fucking going out of your way. You're getting more up in arms about it than we are. Well, you know? it's about and, time. And uh, and he's like, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. I was like, well, yeah, but it's got to be like overcompensating then, right? Like it's got to be like. Well, is, is it that or is it just after a lifetime of complacency? It's finally, God damn it, I've had enough. Yeah, I mean, the things that I've read and the people that I've talked to, the biggest thing is, as because I'm like, okay, as a white male, what do I actually do to combat this? Because if I go you to smile at people in the grocery store, no, that'll, but that'll if, solve everything. But if I go to an organization like, like Black Lives Matter, let's say, let's say I go there and I'm and I say, oh, okay, I want to help lead this thing, then it's like, then it almost has this white man savior thing. Right, which you like, the last thing anyone needs is another white male leader. So um, that's no. Well, and hold on though, hold on. Why does it have to be? That I'll lead this thing. Why isn't? Tell me what to no, do. No, exactly. I want to help. Right. No, I, I mean, I, 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 yeah. it doesn't mean lead, but I just mean like, what can I want to help you? Yeah. So I, I'm saying you're. I think you're put. Either you're misinterpreting it, or you're putting that on yourself. It's yeah. Maybe. That that's. But I think, or like starting a program in our church or something like that. Sure. Like called, let's not shoot our neighbors. Yeah, but the reality, the the things or that I've been reading about hashtag, and like talking with other people yeah. about is it's oh, more police. <laughs> it's more educating other white people, like yeah. having the conversations with the people and having those uncomfortable conversations where you say, "What you just said was super racist." Yeah. <laughs> like in a or like a comment that somebody makes at work. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable to be like, "Hey, that was oh." That was a little fucked up. You know up. what helps, like, though? I have, a, I have but, an example. But. Man, but getting older helps. Yeah. Because I'm kind of at a point where I don't care much anymore. Yeah. Right? And I've had it with the assholes around me. I'm like, you know what? Let's just see what happens here. But And granted, hey, there's my white privilege. Did I? <laughs> but, right? Did I? Well, did I tell you about how it worked? But, uh, where do you work? Name it. I'm not going to say. Specifically, that, please. <laughs> Can we get the address and your boss's name? We have this account. Uh-huh. That work. They were calling it a WAP account. 
Well, that's yes, I think not what you should call it. No, you should not call it. And I had to be in a meeting. Are there Italians in that account? And I and I had to be in a meeting. Well, no, hold on. Is it seriously Italians in that account? No, (laughs) that'd be amazing. But I had to be in a meeting and be like, "You guys realize that that's a super racist term for Italian people, right?" They're like, "No." It's like, yeah, everyone else in this entire industry calls it a WAP account. Yeah. So let's just let's just change that. Yeah. Wow. But I don't know. So yeah. No, but I think I do think you're right. Like we as white males can go help organizations. We don't need to be in the front. We can be in the back and then just doing whatever people need us to do. Well, just like any other human being. Exactly. And most importantly, when you see shit, fucking stop it. If you can, I mean, why stand by and let it happen? Or at least just go, hey, you fuck your mother with that mouth? That's what you say. <laughs> I, I've never said that to anyone. I know, but you're about to. <laughs> I mean, well, you, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, like I don't I think said, that's bad. Yeah, I know, well, right? Well, I, didn't th- I, didn't, I didn't think it was bad, but I, was, I just felt, like I said, like the big, dumb, white, grinning idiot. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might get a few yep. people that are like, kids, you need to walk a little bit closer to me. <laughs> that's fine. Hi! Or should I say hola? <laughs> or more specifically, I'm not here to kill you. Did you see that shit? Motel 6, because that, that's, cla- that's a classy joint. Yeah, I did see what? it. What? Motel yeah. 6, they were in Arizona, they were handing over their uh, their customer uh, lists to the police for... De- or to ICE, rather. For, like, for deportation? Yeah. Anybody they suspected of being an illegal immigrant. Holy crap. Yeah. I should, that's not even fair, right? Undocumented immigrant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Holy God. Seriously, people can't even stay in a hotel anymore? No. <laughs> like, no. I think that's the unspoken thing is that very little people are talking about how many people are getting deported right now. Oh. And that, that that's not all over the news. Well, that... It's hard with this fucking monkey who's, yeah. It's hard know, to who, fucking keep who's a, shitting all over the constitution. Keep your eye on the ball, right? When he's constantly There's got the ball in his out. mouth. <laughs> so that's my casual chat. I, yeah, I, I thanks for hijacking it. that. All right. Remember, kids, don't fuck your mother with that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the phrase? Yeah. yeah. If you know a Republican, you'll have a chance to use it. I was trying to wait for it. It's not going to work. Smile more. No, you're supposed to say, you fuck your mother with that mouth? I'll Come say on, that Dave. for you. You're not going to say it. We're the you? odd couple. Ugh. <laughs> Right, Dave, sing the theme song. What That's your intro. Oh, the news? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I've only worked on I've only worked on one line line so far. So far it sucks, I gotta say. I'm not gonna lie. Uh oh, I, I remain unimpressed. Okay. Hildo and Mo learning trivia from John. It's a freaky mother loving trivia learnathon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, yeah, we'll try to we'll work fit that it. inside of like a 
I a, added a freaking we- mother loving. Yeah, we'll fit it inside of a standard Western meter. Okay, uh, for music. <laughs> okay, talk about four bar phrasing. All right. Okay, and see if we can't turn it into something somebody can remember. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I mean, you that's know, just like like, like a, a, a remembrance that would I'd be lo- something that doesn't re- invoke I, something like, oh my god, remember that time when that thing happened to us, and then <laughs> we had to go talk to that that person for like eighty bucks an hour for. But like you got to be eight to ten. You got to be happy with like, the fact that I rhymed John with Learnathon. That wasn't bad. That's, not that's bad. pretty good. Learnathon's right. not even a word. I just like Learnathon. You guys yeah, ready too. for the news? Yeah. yeah. Is anyone ready, ready for the news? All right, we're gonna let. Well, here. I don't know. Does Dave have some more chips? Oh, yeah. All the world's learning. Well, no, the new chips. He has more chips. Oh, you want to do that already? We'd... Well, I mean. Before the news? Are we done? <laughs> with, with the vodka? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we can't be. News. I mean, everyone's bored, right? <laughs> All right. We've got news. First item. You ready? I gave I gave Mo too many drinks too fast. <laughs> yeah, I, like. I think so. <laughs> Wild turkey. <laughs> I said, let's get nuts. In vino very We're nuts. Uh, the Super Nintendo Classic is being released on September 29th. Yeah. True. True. After a yep. year. <laughs> Ten points to Mo. Lightning round. True. Do not fuck with me. After Ten a, points oh, to Mo. Be, this is going to be rough. I'll just put it with my Sharpie. <laughs> Trump style. After a near apocalyptic pre-order scenario, Nintendo has assured the frothing masses that not only will there be plenty of units to go around this fall and that you should by no means spend more than retail price on one, but... Uh, but have also committed to continuing sales of the coveted trinket into 2018 and declared that they will be bringing back the NES Classic for 2018 for the poor, unfortunate souls who weren't able to get one during the first year. Awesome Little Mermaid reference. Uh, Five more points for Mo. I got it too, though. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We're adding them back and he crossed them out. Many fans are fairly <laughs> a bit skeptical, but this does appear to be Nintendo realizing not only the error you of their ways. should acknowledge my upside down number writing, first but of the all. Simple that five is some shit. But the simple fact that Come they. On, hey. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Good luck, John. That they can. Yeah, I'm taking the. <laughs> hey, I was uh, getting <laughs> minus five. I got two. I could win tonight. Yeah, yeah, you, you, with you're going to win so hard. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Nintendo realizing not only the error of their ways. We've been over this. But the simple fact that they can further line their pockets if they actually make these things available to people who wants one. Who wants one? Yes. Yep. That's right. Okay. Dave, what was something that you went all tickle me Elmo on? That's a sexual term, Dave, just so we're clear. No, I got it. Would you like level two or level three tickle me Elmo? Yeah. I don't care. I don't know. Like, there's it could be just like eternal commitment. The SNES Classic is the first thing. That's a lie. Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. This is the first one. I've never stayed up till midnight to get something. Yeah, I've never been sitting at my computer waiting to refresh a pre-order until the SNES Classic. Wow, Mo, I uh, sneaked out of my house. I don't snuck out of my house. I sneaked out. Yep. And We're I took very my, proud of you. Yeah, th- I know. Took my allowance money to a garage sale down the street to buy one of those. It's like the Namco, hand, uh, no Tiger. It was Tiger. Oh yeah, handheld yeah. football game. Yeah. Oh, that's I got good grounded one. for it because my mom is the most amazing person on the in the world. <laughs> did you keep yeah. the? Did you keep the? God, you me damn right I did. Yeah. All right, Mo gets ten points. Dave, nothing. Yeah, spent I two bucks on that, like eighty two. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, I'm not posting this on the internet either. I don't care. 
Creepy scumbag. It's not true. I do care. Creepy scumbag Martin Shkreli has been locked up in jail after he violated the terms of his $5 million bail stemming from his conviction for securities fraud. His offense? Offering a $5,000 reward to anyone who would get him a lock of Hillary Clinton's hair. No, not a lock. Uh, one of her hairs, yes. Uh, with the follicle still attached. Yeah. Suggesting it was ripped out of her head. Uh-huh. Fucked up, right? Yeah, it was really fucked up. Yeah. Which, again, with your mother with that mouth? The judge considered this a solicitation of assault and tossed, well, yeah. and tossed the douchebag in jail. Pretend you're a stalker. What item... <laughs> pretend. Go what, ahead, Dave. What item belonging to your subject would you most want to collect? Mo? Oh, that's easy. Their butt brush. Butt brush. You know. People have butt brushes? Oh, yeah. The brush they use to groom their butt with. Dave? <laughs> that, that hand towel that Mo's got in the bathroom down here. <laughs> That's been down there since, like, fucking yeah, 2006. I keep it uh, yeah. I haven't been there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dave, you're getting 10 points on that one. All right. Uh, football season is back, and ratings are way down. Perhaps it's the over-commercialization of the sport, or maybe it's the inane commentary by modern-day poets like John Gruden or Joe Buck. Perhaps, oh, it's, Joe Buck, perhaps it's because the appeal of watching overgrown and overpaid men... Uh, overpaid children. Overpaid, uh, hold on, I misread. Overpaid man-children yeah. bash into each other in arenas that cost more than most countries are worth has been slowly lost over the years. Either way... While the NFL isn't going anywhere anytime soon, it's certainly, Unfortunately. it certainly isn't living up to years past. You're a pitch man. How do you win back lapsed viewers? Oh, Dave, you Dave, said, oh Dave, I want to go first. Uh, you got to go first last time. Dave's up. Dave passes to Mo. Uh, I'll let Mo go first. Yeah. All right, Mo. You set all those fuckers on fire. <laughs> Everyone on the field is on fire. That's true. I would watch that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Done. Dave it. agrees with Mo. Yeah. Mo's up to twenty points. I, wait, wait. I can, I can say something. No, no. You, you can. You, you just did. Yeah. Uh, Next up, I get Sting to drop down from the rafters every game. Uh, no matter where it was. Uh, minus five points for Dave <laughs> in the past. Yeah, minus. Yeah, okay. Minus with a baseball three. bat. Minus three. WWE. All right. Minus three. Uh, in the past two weeks, we've that had new sucked. releases by, we, for music, we've had new releases by The War on Drugs, Queens of the Stone Age, Neil Young, LCD Sound System, and The Nat- the National. And even better, each of these albums has been pretty damn good. Top it for me. Ad lib a verse, Mo. For what? A song. Oh. Uh, uh, Dave's. Wearing some fancy ass pants, even though he's never been to South France, where his booty's so goodies with his other people that he loves to love so much. <laughs> Dave? I drove in my black car all the way to the bar in the middle of Wisconsin. I think I win. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you're. You had me, and then you yeah, didn't I know, lose. I mean, I just, you were appealing to my I shit. I know, I know, yeah. I know. And then I just, Dave, I'll give you five points. Right. Mo, you're getting seven. Good golly. Oh, I don't know. Just seven? <sighs> yeah. A remastered version of L.A. Noir, complete with all the DLC, is coming to the PS4, Xbox in. One, and the Switch. In. Now, in like two months. Now, if you can solve crimes, or now you can solve crimes on the go. For those unfamiliar, the game follows a World War II vet after he joins... Wow, my typing was awesome tonight. 
after her joins the LAPD and climbs the ranks. It's so got there all... were vets in the World War II that were the women. Yeah, but this character is a man's. Well, all right. Uh, it's got all the familiar tropes associated with great film noir classics and does a great job of dropping the player into 1940s Los Angeles. Give me your best bogey impersonation with a, here's looking at you, kid. Dave? Here's looking at you, kid. All right. Mo? Uh, here's looking at you, kid. Freaking nailed it. Both are pretty shitty. Dave's was less shitty. It's a little more shitty. I'm going to give you two points for that, Dave. Oh, at least give me the three that I lost. I mean, there was no like, Yeah, here's looking at you, kid. Exactly. Do you think you really said that? All right. Do you think Uh, you really said that? I mean, it was in the song. Here's looking at you, kid. (laughs) Here's looking at you, kid. (laughs) I don't know that song. I don't know either. (laughs) <laughs> we had it all. The song was about Dave's pants. Just like Bogey and Bacall. Um, anyway, Apple announced the new iPhone 8 last week, which is your standard upgrade from iPhone 7. However, they also up announced the iPhone X, a deluxe $1,000 edition that features facial recognition, an edge-to-edge screen, no home button, wireless charging, and a super sexy retina display. The ultimate first world phone will be available by the time this podcast is released and probably (laughs) out for a year by that point, Uh, giving all the cool folks a new neato device to stare at while their kids starve for attention and probably for food. Name one ridiculous upgrade you'd like to see on the next iPhone Mo. Ooh, Uh, fart sensor. Fart sensor. Easy one. Dave, what is it sensing? Just farts? Like oh, now, now you're curious. Uh, Easy. Uh, oh, or is it? Or is it? It just detects just farts in the air? No. Like, someone fart, farted. Fart detected. It's fart. <laughs> Please. <laughs> fart detected. Name the species, length, and the contents. Well, that's pretty good. All right. I'm going to say a lie detector. Lie that way, de- really? That really? way I can be like, lie that detector. lie detector is lying. John, I got one thing to say. That lie detector is lying. I think, I think he has one thing to say, which is, I'm sorry I even answered this question. I'll wear what I want to wear. I look good. Seriously. Species of fart. That ain't my baby. I mean, it's an easy answer, but I'm still giving it to Mo. Obviously. All right. I can show you what the Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. Yeah, you're getting three points. No. Wait. Yeah. No. Yeah. 37. Wait. No, I'm giving you three points. Can, that, I, get, no. can I get points so <laughs> I can show you what the facial technology will look like? No. Well, here's some poop smiling at you, <laughs> doing weird faces. What did you? Uh, a friend of needs a friend. to play again. <laughs> Got to press play again. All right. Uh, Amazon has announced. I don't want to see that. That they will be looking for a new North American headquarters. Yep. Uh, which will which they will call Amazon HQ two. They are currently looking for the location and is, and are seeking proposals from local and state government leaders and will be investing five billion in construction, and employing nearly 50,000 people. This is just the latest development in America's bid, or in Amazon's bid, to take over the world. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think I've already found the perfect location for Amazon's HQ2, otherwise known as the Paris of the North Woods, Merrill, Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay. Consider the metamorphosis that would turn this tiny caterpillar into an economic butterfly. It's time to pitch again. You're Bill Bialecki, mayor of Merrill. You've taken a vacation to Seattle and found yourself in the elevator with Jeff Bezos, head of Amazon. <laughs> You've got 30 seconds. Dave, go. 
Oh, I need more time to think about it. Oh, no, seriously. No, 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 because no. I can't, I can't no. remember the name of a place. No, this is easy. Uh, yeah. Come on. You're, you're, you're uh, time uh, is it my turn? What's the name of the place that Christine works at? Chips. Chips. All right, all right, all right. What you do you mean like, help? You got like eight se- well, That's like minus seconds. five points. Listen here, Bezo. Maybe minus ten points. Let me tell you about a burger we got at a little place I like to call Chips. I don't know. <laughs> have you ever had, have you ever had the secret sauce of Chips? This is embarrassing. So it goes <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah. Bezos, whatever you can dream, that'll water, happen there because yeah. they are desperate-ass people. Yeah. Anything you want. Yeah. And then Bezos, I'm not no. fucking with you. Anything <laughs> yeah. you want. No, no, no. The like mayor is... Right into his eyes. The mayor is selling anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anything. We got a deep fried cheeseburger. I mean, 20 points for Mo. What are you talking about? (laughs) I mean, you're just a high pitched voice in a burger. No, no, no. I I was spot on the mayor of Merrill. Have you ever heard him talk? Uh, He's like his wife's my mom's best friend. Well, have you heard him talk? (laughs) Yeah, I have. He's a big burly dude. (laughs) Fine. With red hair. Whatever. All right. But he was selling chips to the to Bezos. All right, tonight's and saying it. Wrong. I mean, isn't it just pathetic watching Dave try to win this game? Well, sometimes <laughs> I thought I thought, Monk, I thought Mo was drunk enough to actually win this. <laughs> so did I. You should have had this nailed. All right, tonight's lightning round is brought to you by Zach and Ethan. Ready? Oh boy. What do I say? Yes or no? Mo, you're up first. You gotta say yes or no. Buttholes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Dave, Gizmo's Popsicle Wee Wee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> Mo, Poo Poo. Uh, no. Yeah, that's right. No. Dave, dog food? No. I, I could go either way. Let's just say. Well, no. come on. Yeah, fine. No. Uh, Mo, the word fart face. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Dave, Hessock. Mm, yes. Yeah, that's Correct. right. Uh, Mo, Minecraft Pocket Edition? Eh. Sure. Nah, I'm going to say nah, I'm fucking tired of that damn that's game. That's a no. Oh, Dave, come on. Rabbits? No. Uh, you have not eaten a rabbit, I take it, Dave. Are you talking rabbits or rabbits? Rabbits, like bunny, yes. bunny, bunny, foo foo. Yeah, rabbits. Uh, I'm going to say no. Fuck rabbits. Nah, uh, you don't even know the answers. Dave, uh, Mo? So his kids just came with the things, but you're saying yes or no? Davenport's. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mo or Dave? Is. Hamsters. Yes. No, fuck nope, hamsters. that's no, Dave. You should know yeah. better. So, Dave, you got three points. Okay. Are, Mo, really you got four. Davenport's was... We should have really clarified if your kids were saying yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I don't even know what a Hessock is. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a like footrest. Yeah, it's like an oh. ottoman. Yeah. These but are, it's not an gra- ottoman. These are grandma jean words. Oh, okay. All right. I was... I thought your kids were saying yes or no. No, no. kids just gave you the words. They just gave me the words. No, they just gave me the words. I'd like a little description yeah. next time for the lightning. You should gonna, hear the stuff that I got that I'm got cut. Take this to the board. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, TV? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and finally, tomorrow, Metro- would have fared better. Metroid Samus Returns comes out on the Nintendo 3DS, marking the first time we've seen a real Metroid game in years and a good Metroid game in even more years. When we were young, kids would try to impress each other with their gaming knowledge by saying, Did you know Samus is a girl? Mm -hmm. As though that was some sort of amazing revelation. Impress me with some trivia. Dave? You could type in the code Justin Bailey and then you get get her. What? You get her. You get to be... It's outside of her. She's outside of her outfit, right? She's in her underwear, Dave. 
there you go. <laughs> Fucked up the trivia ball. Just fart what? the mic. You win. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What are you talking about? Why did I, how, did I, how did I mess that up? <laughs> it's a little, you, then you get her. You get her. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I didn't remember what actually happens with you. I just remember the code. I never actually tried oh, it. The massacre continues. I don't even own a copy of Metroid. Oh. Uh, let's talk about the point totals. Uh, it's. I mean, I didn't give you any points for this last one. Well, no. let's just assume that I got. It's, it's fifty-four to seventeen. Let's assume She's I got in her one point. Underwear? Yeah. Let's assume I what got one point. Those guys or, or swimsuit. You know, it's whatever. I mean, it's eight bit. Yeah. Bra and panties. Who whatever. the hell knows? What? Yeah, I yeah, thought you, I thought she was just out of her suit in like a, in a blue suit or something. No, Dave. no, no. Dave, if I had See. one point, it would be 55 to 17. But we all know that was worth 50 points. What What was the score? 104 to 17. 54 to 17. So it wasn't a good show. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, and he's fucking drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You had this in the bag, Dave. I, I had, know. I, feel I like had high hopes for you this time. A few weeks have gone by where I've had a lingering oh, on, sense Dave. that there's some favoritism going on Dave, it was on that sweet verse I spit. Sometimes I just feel like the outsider. You know what? I always start rooting for you at the beginning. Midway <laughs> through, I give up. Midway through. That's when I lose all the points. <laughs> you mentioned Sting one time. <laughs> yeah, if, if only it was just once. <laughs> Well, dude, I'm asking that you guy to, comes out for the rafters and just beats people up. I'm asking you to put butts in the seats, and you're bringing me sting. Guy from the rafters. Re- right. been relevant in All 20 right. years. Read the room, John. People, <laughs> people like sting. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit anymore. <laughs> oh. All right, let's play some music. I got another bag of chips. Oh, yeah, oh. let's do that. Mo's All getting right. cranky. He wants these chips. Yeah, I'm crying a little bit over here. <laughs> well, it's, I guess rightly. I right tell you there. what'll bring the fucking people <laughs> back to the NFL: a guy whose last hit was in 1996 from the rafters. <laughs> no, 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 Sting the wrestler, not the singer. <laughs> That's a wrestler <laughs> named Sting. Yes, with the white face. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> Oh, come on. Just wipe his points out completely. I know. It's a 54 to <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yeah. Zero. No, I think Dave owes us 10 points. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> and that's a wrestler who hasn't been relevant since 1996. Or Jesus. earlier. Uh, there were kids in high wow, school who were wearing those stupid crow wannabe t-shirts. You thought some smooth music from Sting was going to bring people into the audience? It it would have gone over ten times better than... Like a third-rate emo wrestler from the 90s is better. (laughs) (laughs) Like that, that, oh, oh, you win now. (laughs) Uh, Oh, look at him. He's got a white face and long, uh, greasy hair. You don't think Sting coming down... And hitting Tom Brady with a baseball bat isn't going to get a few views. I was wondering. Give me the points back. I was wondering why Sting was wielding a baseball bat. <laughs> and why I mentioned the WWE. Like and a, why he I would come down for the Raptors. It was a desperate well, I was just like, for, is that some sort of tantric sex thing? Because, <laughs> you know, he's all into that shit. Uh, uh, I'm crying so hard right, right now. What's the other, uh, what's the chip? <laughs> Moe's eating all the Szechuan. What else we got? All right. This is another one from Canada. I can tell because it has English and French. Dave, I hate to tell you this, but almost everything you buy in the northern part of the country has English and French. Okay, not not on the front. 
Like yes, no, on the front. No, right what? on the front. What? Like in America? Yes, that's where we live. No, no. You tell me that I'm buying. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you're not paying no. attention. Sizzling Szechuan. Yeah, Szechuan. That's correct. Yeah. No. Let's check this mustard. Uh nope. Uh, there's no French on there. There's no French unless on there. it says Poupon. It doesn't matter, Dave. All right. Sting is all I have to say. Yeah, the wrestler. Oh my gosh! <laughs> all right. Next time I mention Sting, the one who is even less famous venue. than the one we were yeah, talking about. Exactly. So that's another minus twenty <laughs> points. No wonder you gave me so little points. You thought smooth music, <laughs> classical guitar. I don't know. The Sting who was who had a fraction of the fame. All right. What do you got? Uh, uh I got nothing. It's um, paprika and sweet onion. Really? Yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> when right. I was in Russia, I fell in love with paprika-flavored Pringles. That was probably my start of the chip journey. So All right. I'm excited to try another paprika chip here. Pop them. We got paprika pork upstairs. Yeah, you're making us just smell. Uh-huh. It's not for you. I know. All right. Well, they got the paprika color. No. <laughs> still can't believe you thought I was the singer. I still can't believe you think it's more reasonable <laughs> to say the wrestler. All right, but I've that, never heard that of that the wrestler. Would, that would add some excitement, man. Yeah, if anybody knew who that was, <laughs> that would be exciting. Yeah, well, I'll show you. Google them. Ooh, these are nice. It's almost like a barbecue. That's but. the guy, Mo. Sting. Yeah. Right. He'd come out in a trench coat and his greasy hair would be yeah. over his face and he wouldn't talk or Looks anything. Looks like the it clown. Yeah. So what would happen is they'd have like a Royal Rumble, let's say. <laughs> let's say. This is WCW though, so then it's not really you a Royal Rumble. said WWE. Rumble. Well, I, yeah. That's I another think, 20 points I think off he of showed up later in the WWE. So they'd be having this Rumble. Yeah. You'd be like, oh man, who's going to win? I believe he was Goldberg? a WCW guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. I was a WCW guy. Of course you were. <laughs> I don't know why I was either. I don't know. Monday Night Nitro, I guess. Because Sting was. The, Although the, you said WWE. I mean, so, you assume I'm not paying attention. Well, it's the WWE now. Anyway. Not, also, you said, did you think that was like Sting's record label or something? Come on. So anyway. Now, that's... <laughs> I don't know. Do I just... just Like, for the next three weeks, I just win, right? <laughs> yeah. Just digging a hole. Like you it? ask Dave questions, we laugh, and then we just go, ah, that's, an, that's embarrassing. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> you wouldn't know who would win this fight. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this guy would rappel down from the ceiling and just. <laughs> so, are we talking about Sting spots. or Sting? Sting, the wrestler, mm-hmm. white, black face. And he would just work everybody over. Okay. And then he would leave. You just said white, black face. And. That sounds pretty racist, Dave. White and black makeup. Mm-hmm. That still sounds racist. At what point did Stuart Copeland get involved? I don't know who that is. The drummer for the police. You should oh. know, Dave. All right. Let's play some music. He's on that record label. WWE. Yeah. You know, the band that Sting was in. Anyway, uh, so I went to my favorite record store, uh, the Record Spot, which is across the street from my dad's store. And... Uh, I only had a few minutes to run in and run out. Uh, I was waiting for my kids to show up. And 
So I can't. I went in. I said hi to Dave, the owner, not you, Dave, the owner. Uh huh. I'm yeah. following. Thank you. Yep. And and you know he's a cool guy. He wants to sit and chat. And I'm like, sorry, man, I don't have any time to talk. I got like three minutes. Sell me two records. And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I said, just whatever you want. Pick two things off the shelf. I'll buy them. Just your choice. And he's like, no shit. I'm like, yes, whatever you want. He's like, this one's 250 and that one is 400 Yeah, I was going to say. Uh-huh. Oh, and, and I was like, within reason, right? I did yeah. say within reason. He's like, fine, this one's 150 and that one's 300 <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so he pulled off these two records. The first one is called David Live. It's uh, David Bowie, live in the mid-70s. Playing all his... A sweet uh, pantsuit. Yeah. yeah. A fine choice. And you can still see the outline of his junk in there. Yeah, of course. Like a, it's his junk line. Uh-huh. Or I've, as I've learned, PL, yeah. penis line. There you go. Oh, really? Huh. That's what the ladies call it. Oh, really? Well, I presume they're nurses. So uh, he was like, man, this one's pretty cool, man. You know, it's it's a lesser known album of his and it's live. It's got some good musicians on it. It's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And I said, all right, bag it. And you're like, whatever, David Bowie, I'm in. So uh, so let's uh, play uh, The Young Americans. Wasn't the song, I think the song was actually oh, done. This is off Spiro Agnes' album, wasn't it? No. Oh, no. I still need to bring that one, don't I? What? Uh, kind of. So I got to say, the uh, paprika, sweet onion? Yeah. Don't care. No. Tastes no different than any barbecue chip I've ever had. That's a little, I, I would say it's a little sweeter. I would say it tastes no different than any barbecue chip I've ever had. Uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree. And by that, I would I say it's no different. That's cool, man. So I like this tune. You know, we're going to play, whatever, uh, whatever, we're, we're gonna play the Young Americans. Chip. We're going to play the Young Americans. Mm-hmm. I've ever had. Which apparently is not on this album. Yeah, it is. It's uh, queued up right yeah. now. But what? It's a cover of Spiro Number four, Agnes. side no, B, buddy. It's a cover of Spiro Agnew's track. It's not on the track list on the back. Young Americans, Dave. Young Americans. Oh, I know. I'm just not looking at me. Look at me. Look, look at this. It's not on there. Oh, sorry. I'm th- all the young dudes. That's what we're playing. All the young dudes, Dave. God, duh. It's uh, also uh, also known as YMCA Part 2. Um, so the thing about this song is I believe it was originally recorded by Mott the Hoople. Sure. Uh, yeah, it as was. Fraggle the Rock? It was written by <laughs> it was written by David Bowie, but uh, he, he gave it to Mott the Hoople in 1972. Who wouldn't? Yeah. So uh, let's listen. Let's listen to David Bowie doing yeah. this uh, this tune. Press, I think the, I th- press the go-go button, Dave. I think it's queued up. Press it. Sailing with two miles and 
Dresses like a queen, but he can kick like a mule. It's a real mean team. We can love. Oh, yes, we can love. Brothers back at home with his Beatles and his Stones. We never got a lot from that revolution stuff. It was such a drag. A lot of wine, feeling fine. Gonna raise some cat to This is a concrete old So this album was apparently I like that. This album was apparently panned. Like uh not received very well. This is apparently between his uh Ziggy Stardust phase and you know when he died. <laughs> it's a big gap. <laughs> Did you guys ever get a chance to see him? Nope. No. Who's the alto player? Uh, the alto player is... Da, 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 David Sanborn. Yeah, no shit. Yep. So does this guy know you when you go in? Yeah, he knows me. Oh, me? No, yeah, he, yeah, know, yeah, he knows me. This, my dad owns the store. Oh, I thought you meant David Bowie. Yeah, and so apparently this this album wasn't too uh, well received when it was released, and even David Bowie went on to be like, "Holy shit!" Um, but I've listened to it; and it's perfectly enjoyable to me. I guess you know, forty years later, I think it's just fine. Got a lot of good shit on there, and a lot of his classics: "Rebel, Rebel," and "Suffragette City," which is a song that I never really got into. And David but, Sanborn and David Sanborn, which is. Kind of awesome. Uh, David Sanborn on alto, Richard Grando on Barry. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, it's got some good shit on there. So that was the first album he gave me. The next album was uh, this album from uh, the Velvet Underground. Uh, yeah, what's it called? Uh, Archetype. 
Archetypes. Archetypes. Um, so this was the next one. He's like, yeah, this one's pretty good too, man. It's got some, got some good tunes on it. Uh, it's 15 bucks. I'll give it to you for 12. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, discount. Um, I think you and the record man are going to, yeah. What would you like to listen to? Tonight, are we going to listen to side a track one? I need to earn my points back. So. <laughs> you got the cover for me? This tune I always I've always dug. I never really knew what the fuck it was. But uh when when he gave me the album and I popped it on, uh, actually, I think he was listening to this when I was in there. He's like, "Oh, I'll just give you this one too." Okay. Uh this is White Light White Heat. I like this tune quite a bit. Um So anyway, let's uh let's take a listen. So this is fucking interesting. Apparently, this Archetypes is a series of records put out by MGM. And other artists in this MGM Archetype series are Charlie Parker, Tim Harden, Billie Holiday, Velvet Underground, Hank Williams, huh. Small Faces, and Allen Ginsberg. All right. So this is basically a re-release of a bunch of, uh, bunch of Velvet Underground shit. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm reading this uh, description on allmusic.com. This is hilarious. So MGM re-released the first three Velvet Underground discs in all sorts of combinations, but this one is the strangest. Archetypes is the exact white light, white heat album minus the skull and crossbones black light cover by Andy Warhol. Instead, the Archetypes cover resembles the Terminator and has nothing to do with the music inside. Two helmeted bikers stand outside a Woolworth store, flanking what looks like a weight scale. Yeah, it's like a uh, uh, get lucky. What's that band? It's oh Depeche yeah, yeah. Mode. The, the quote unquote band. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, uh, Depeche Mode. No, it's not no Depeche Mode. no. Daft Punk. Sorry. Daft Punk. Yeah, Depeche Mode. I always get those two That's confused. Um, uh, so uh, what this like has that to- and Fraggle Rock. I get them confused. 
What this has wow. to do with I white just, light? You I just fraggle rock out of this. <laughs> yeah, I just did it twice. I heard you. Yeah. yeah. Two times. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Sorry, John. No, it's fine. it's fine. Continue. Uh. So yeah, uh, it, this is just a fucked up album. I I always thought the Velvet Underground was like nineties. No, no, no. It was Lou Reed, John Cale. Yeah, yeah I never Back put that together. He's fat and dead now. Well, he wasn't necessarily fat, but he is dead. Yeah. Lou Reed. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He died not that long ago though. Well, yeah, just a few years back. You know, after molesting a bunch of boy bands. What? Yeah. That's Lou Pearlman. Yeah. <laughs> God that's, damn it. That's Sting the Wrestler, not the singer. <laughs> All right. So that, those are my... Let's p- just get names screwed up tonight. <laughs> those are that. my pickups from the record spot. If you're ever in Minneapolis, it's on 38th and Grand. It's just... it's a, And it won't be open. It's about as big as your <laughs> closet. And uh, yeah, he keeps his own hours, like whenever the fuck he feels. It's a hobby for him. So whenever he feels like opening It's a hobby store, for him? No, a hobby does, for does him. He is he any, retired and this he is have what he does goats? now or what? No, this is just something it's just something that he does on the side for fun. He he was a musician. Uh and uh he played all or like around town like in the eighties and nineties and uh now he just hangs out and uh he's got a tiny little store, no bigger than this room, actually smaller than this room. And uh he sells records every now and then. Pretty good prices? Great prices, yeah. <clears throat> I mean he gave yeah. you a twelve dollar discount. Three dollar discount. You're on a rolled you're on a roll tonight. That's yes. why <laughs> yeah. that's why he loses. I'm gonna yeah. hang up and just leave. <laughs> that's why the math is all fucked up over here. <laughs> yeah, well the math is really messed up over there anyway. <laughs> but that's beyond the point. All right. Uh Mo, what's going on? Uh, Come on, shit's going on. Oh, I bought a Microsoft Surface Pro four. Fuck you, Klaus. I hate you more than anything. He doesn't listen. I know, but I still hate him. Why? Because he told you to get one? Because he told me how great they were, and I was like, I know how great they are, but fuck you. I just I don't have any need for Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. And I don't until now. So, uh, yeah, it turns out music notation, as much as I, I mean, I, as I think I told him, like, I, the Surface Pro, but Surface, Microsoft Surface was what I've been waiting for mm-hmm. forever, but... I got, you know, I got no reason to do it because I got an iPad, I got a laptop, like whatever. Well, some Brit went out and made the way music notation was supposed to be with a fancy ass style, not a stylus, but a pen, right? The crazy pen that comes with it. Yeah. The erasing it, part was crazy. To yeah. The, all of it's crazy to me. I just write and it turns into engraved music. Like that's insane. That's what it was supposed to be. 30 years ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when the iPad came out, I was all excited thinking like, oh my God, we're finally headed this direction. And no. Giant iPod. And iPad's great, you know, for what it is. But, this, so this software is like a two years old maybe. But, point being, it's going to save me an ass load of time. It streamlines the creative process. It's phenomenal. Called Staff Pad. If you have a Surface Pro, I recommend you look into that. If you're How much is the software? Uh, Seventy bucks, like nothing. Because Finale, which is the industry standard for music notation, is six hundred dollars. Jeez. Yeah. So, and I've been using that for twenty some years, 
and it's still it's the best it's ever been and it's still clunky and miserable I remember it being pretty miserable. It was awful in I haven't college. Used it probably like in 15, 20 years. Yeah, it was real bad then. It's so much better now, but it's still not. It's just still. It's like it was designed by programmers, not by musicians. Yeah. And this is grab a pen and start writing music. Like, are you shitting me? Like and, you can, actually, and you can export it into Finale. And then, yeah, and when you're done with it, so it's like the input part of it, right? It's uh-huh. like this is your sketch pad. So when you're done with the input, you can import all of it in, as a music XML file into Finale, and then you can do all of your print layout and any kind of fine tuning editing that you need to do at that point, which Finale is exceptional with, but for getting the like the basic stuff in. So yeah. note, note, va- you know, note values, uh, articulation, uh, dynamics, any kind of markings, crescendo, decrescendo, uh, you know, octave marking, whatever, just bar line, whatever. That stuff, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Well, even just mm-hmm. the voice recognition, you just said trumpet. Yeah, solo. it's like add a trumpet, add solo trumpet, and it goes boom, solo trumpet. It just shows up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, whatever you are. Dark magic, I assume. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. So. Straight from Satan. Pretty much. Aliens. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, that I, uh, I did that. It's very exciting. I, yeah. All right. That's what I got. Dave? Um, I had flannel. Did I mention I bought flannel shirts? You did. We talked flannel. I bought two. I got one short sleeve because that's like how the hipsters would do it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Short sleeve flannel. That's ironic, right? It is ironic. Goddamn right. I'm warm, but my arms are cold. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wearing a vest like Marty McFly. Uh, there has been a ton of music released this month that I'm very, like the last couple months that I was really excited about it. Manchester Orchestra, we played their album last Time. Last time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new Iron and Wine. I don't know how you guys feel about Iron and Wine. Yeah, they're fine. But I love the new album. I think yeah. it's my favorite of their albums. All right. Would you say it's better than Sting? It's better than Sting, yeah. The wrestler and the singer. Oh. So there you go. So Stings. It Stings, yeah. Sting, Sting. Hmm. It's no police, but... All right. <laughs> I think Dave's done. Uh... John? No, 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 no. He's not I started playing Crash Bandicoot Collection on PS4. No kidding. How's that? It's actually pretty good. Yeah? It looks really nice. I never played any of the Crash Bandicoots on PlayStation 1, though. I did a little bit, but n- <clears throat> never for more than, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's... I humiliated your then pre-wife on Crash Bandicoot Racing. Uh, oh, was, yeah. Oh, oh, it was, oh, oh, it was yeah, racing. It was. Crash Team Racing, yeah. Yeah, yeah she couldn't get past him, like... Give me, give me that I embarrassing. You guys were playing like uh, Ratchet and Clank or something. No, huh. I like right. it more than I thought I was going to like it. Yeah, I, I'm having fun trying to beat the levels and like actually getting frustrated because I keep dying. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. Uh, although I don't know, they did some weird things like the camera angles are weird. Well, that's like crash jumping a little bit off. No, that's normal. No, I know that's normal, but they said the reason why they didn't fix that for the ps4 is because they didn't want to take away from the original experience yeah nostalgia like fuck yeah. that it's that's also it. known as uh cop out yeah fix that's, the that's exactly game. what i think too it's yeah. like yeah they uh, they threw new graphics on it but you could tweak a few things yeah, you could make it like, fun to play yeah or not so like, like it relies every, a lot like on every sonic game it relies on a lot of the dimensional like uh what's 
I don't know. Depth perception. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Perspective and shit. Yeah, and it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. So that's. I think the most I've ever played Crash Bandicoot was in. Uh, was when I humiliated your pre wife. <laughs> that was the first time I had ever played it either. Yeah. Well, it was the most I've ever played it. Yeah. Like that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a demo a long time ago because uh-huh. I think a, I think a demo of the game came with the PS yeah. One. I remember playing it at a friend's house and I was like, this game's shit. Yeah. Like what? These are what they're basing the PlayStation on. Yeah, like these are the commercials. He's standing outside Nintendo headquarters, saying, "Come on, Mario, kick your ass." <laughs> I never understood that. I was like, "This game is shit." I'm still having. I'm having fun with it. Yeah, surprise. I beat Doom. Right on. Yep. You didn't tell me that. I beat it. Yeah. Nice. It's a great game. You you forced me to beat it. Yep. Now you can You're play it again on the game. Switch. Yeah, I know. I have no idea how it's like. I texted you. I have no idea how it's going to run the, on the uh, Switch. The uh, multiplayer is downloadable. Like, if you want to play multiplayer, you have to download the multiplayer. Okay. Because, you know, they, they can only fit so much. Yeah, but still, the graphics are... N- there's no way they're going to be as good. I don't know, man. I would think not. My PlayStation is humming yeah. when that game is running. I love that game, though. God, yeah, it was fun. It. Yeah, so good. Uh, And my wife and I finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine this, this current season. Gotcha. And I was laughing my buns off. Your buns? My buns. Yeah. Did you guys watch that show? Mm-mm. It was funny. No, that's one. As I long don't as watch. you like Andy Samberg humor, you're okay. Yeah, well, I did see Hot Rod. Yeah, because <laughs> I forced you on it. You liked it, right? Okay. No, it was wow. fine. It was there, fine. Was, there was laughing. Mo, it was fine. Did you yeah, like it? Was it? Good. it was good. I don't know what Hot Rod is. We watched it together. In my basement. Dave brought it over. Was that there? Yeah, you were there. He was a, uh, you know, he's doing stunt tricks on yeah, his Andy bike. Yeah, Andy Samberg's stuntman. Isla Fisher's in it. You sure I was there? Yes. Yeah, you were there for sure. You were there. You were sitting in the stools behind us. Yeah. Probably not paying attention, apparently. <laughs> Looking at porn on your phone. Hey, I'm no Ted Cruz. Sting was there. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, John. Um, Mo mentioned Sonic. I want to talk about Sonic Mania. I haven't liked a Sonic game in almost 20 years. I think I like this game. It's pretty good. That's what you're saying, yeah. I'm playing it on Switch. At first, when you play the first couple levels, you're like, so it's just a remake of Sonic? Because this is the Green Hill Zone with very few variations. Yeah. Then you get to the second level, and you're like, okay, it's the Chemical Zone. Uh Uh-huh. And then after that, it starts to spread out and get get a little different. Oh, really? Yep. Starts to get get a little different. There are a lot. I mean, they nail what as as like a preteen kid. They nailed what I thought was cool about Sonic back then. And then you know, after a while, I grew up and realized, oh, these games aren't very good at all. <laughs> but they they nailed the the cool the part that I thought was cool and actually made it pretty fun. Oh, okay. You know, so um, the secret really I'll get it eventually. The secret really is don't haul ass through the whole thing. I know that they make you feel like Sonic games make you feel like you have to haul ass through the yeah. whole thing, but you don't. The problem that I have is that when you do slow down, the jumping is floaty and oh. shitty. So if you have to jump on a moving platform, I die at least three times every time. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. So that that part's not cool. But it it is a good Sonic game. Like it's it's a good game. It's fun to play. Um, it looks great. Sounds great. Um, That's what I, I was re- I was replaying Shovel Knight too. Oh right. Switch. Um, yesterday Nintendo had a, uh, a Nintendo Direct and they put out a demo of that Square Enix game, Octopath Traveler. 
It's a ridiculous Square Enix title. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I played played about an hour of that demo, and uh, it looks amazing. It's it's a JRPG. Yeah, and it looks incredible. They're calling it like HD two D or something is the what they're calling the style of graphics, I guess. And it's it looks really cool. Like it's got the sprite work, you know, like the traditional two D sprite work, but it's yeah. in this weirdly three D with like kind of shiny. Uh, you know, like, I don't know if it's bloom lighting effects, like these weird lighting yeah. effects and stuff. It's really cool looking. So did we know about this game before yeah. yesterday? Yeah, it was, oh, at, okay. it was at the big Switch reveal thing. Okay. Um, it was, they showed like five seconds of it in like a sizzle reel. Oh. Um, but uh, as far as it plays, though, I'm kind of bored with it. It's just, it, it is a super traditional RPG. Oh. Um, with like simple shit, like, so you get, I get, I got to the boss... Um, and before the boss, there's a whole fuck ton of dialogue, right? Like five, yeah. five minutes worth of dialogue. It's crazy. I'm out. Well, and so you can hit the A button to make it go faster. And then you get to the boss and the boss kicks your ass and you die and you go to your save point and you get back and you can't skip the dialogue scene. Oh, geez. I'm, I'm like, I'm pushing every button. I'm like, start. Yeah. Like nothing. anything. Can I just. Because usually in most modern games, you click, you hit the start button, and a little thing comes up that says skip. skip. Yeah, yeah, and you say yes, and then you skip straight to the boss. No, it's 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 a super traditional like gameplay and mechanics and stuff like that. Uh, so that's maybe kind of, that'll maybe that's just demo stuff. I hope so because it's not coming out until mid next year, and I guess everybody who plays the demo, they're going to send um, a survey to at some point. Oh, okay. Um, Boy, I hope like there's a comment section so I can be like, can I skip the dialogue? Yeah. Please? Good lord. But it looks it looks really cool. It's you know I like I like uh, kind of new retro looking games like that. Um, and then uh, speaking of shitty movies, uh, a friend of mine at work made me watch Beverly Hills Ninja. God, that was stupid. <laughs> Had you never seen it before? No, I'd never seen that movie before. Oh. And, and I like stupid mid '90s movies. This is this that's is, not Chris Farley's best. Whew, it was bad, real bad. Like even my kids were like, "This is kind of stupid." I mean, they laughed every time he fell over. You know, yeah. which he does a lot. Every time they're fishing for a laugh, they just make him knock something yeah. over. Uh, but good lord, bad game, a bad movie. And then uh, I started this book, Forever and a Death. And I think I tweeted a picture of it. It's got this amazing like James Bond looking cover. Yeah. Um, and the story behind it is um, the writer of this book was originally hired to write a James Bond movie, and he wrote the whole script, and it was in production. It was ready to go. And it was around the time when um, China took over uh, Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Right? So was that like 90s or something? Mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe. And he kind of based the story around that. And the movie studio felt like it was a little bit too political in that sense for like a world, the the worldwide audience or whatever. So they scrapped his script. Wow. And he turned it into a novel. So, um, I don't know about a hundred pages into it. Super fun. I mean, it reads like a James Bond book. I need to find another book like that. Any of those hard case crime books. Yeah. I like those. Those are awesome. You can, you can knock them out in like a few days. Oh, they're so much fun. Are this made me think because Stephen King wrote one. Yeah. You going to go see It? Yeah, we were going to go last week, but I got, like, weirdly sick. 
I've been having like friggin' weird dizzy spells, and I think it's um vertigo. It feels like it, but I I think it, but it lasts like all day. Um, and I think it's related to allergies somehow. So I'm Oof. trying to figure that out. But anyway, so we were supposed to go Sunday, but I couldn't fucking stand up without wanting to puke. And uh, so hopefully we go this weekend or something. That's that, man. That's I want to see me. it. Yeah, me too. Looks good. It's getting okay reviews. Making shit tons of money. All right. So that's it. Funny. That's it. To Hilden. To Hilden. To Hilden. To Hilden. John Chicho. Oh, baby. Boy, it's late. Yeah. Dave, you got to get home. I know. 612-424-3835. Call us, man. Mailbag at mojomenace.com. And uh, that's it for tonight.